Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This show yeah. is something special, I it's think. It's something, it's something, it's, it's something, something, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and I, I just, there was a couple of scenes that were very dark. Oh. Actually, a lot, there was a lot of scenes that were very dark. Okay, yes. So, hey. Not, and not, hey, not. Wait, hold on, wait. Uh, sorry, you have to do the intro. I'm so I'm sorry. Intro, I'm your style. Um, let me intro. Okay. Hi, this is Ryan, and that was Adam. We are two out of four of the HBO boys. And this is a bit, uh, this is like a impromptu podcast. Yeah. I believe right before we started recording, I said the phrase, let's shit this one out. It, that is a little bit what it feels like. This, it um, <laughs> this came upon us, uh, like a bat out of the dark. We didn't know it was coming and now we have rabies. So like, yeah. uh, but, but it's one of those where we weren't planning on doing it. So the only real reason to do it is because we like the show. And you've, oh my God, Sam is right next to me. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I cramped your intro style. Sam's cramping your physical style. Well, I just thought that, like, you kind of spend more time shitting one out than you do on these podcasts, you know? I do spend a lot of time shitting something out. I'll tell you that. (laughs) And those also do just come upon you. They do. They come real quick. And as soon as they... (laughs) All right, sorry. You should probably start over, though. I'm not going to. Okay, so... We are talking about Amazon Prime's Outer Range, starring Josh Brolin, EP'd by Brad Pitt, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. I couldn't believe that, actually. It's kind of neat. He's producing a lot these days. Uh, I like and, the and this great is one of those BP things. jawline. Oh, amazing. Doesn't quit. The first two episodes are out, The Void, episode one, and The Land, episode two. They are going to be dropping two episodes every Friday until I believe the end. I think they're doing it for the whole season. I mean, there's only eight episodes, but yeah, two per week, which I I very much like. There are going to be like eight that. episodes. We have the names of the episodes coming up. Three is the time. Four is the loss. Five is the soil. Six is the mm. family. Seven wow. is the unknown. And eight is the West. Family. Family. Westworld podcast. Westworld. That's Josh uh, Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Amazon got Josh Brolin. The amount Thanos. that they probably had to pay him to uh, be in this show. Right. Thanos currently yeah. preparing for Dune 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> That's right. And he is really the only big name in the show. There are a, a few characters in the cast that I was like, oh, my fuck. That's <laughs> that guy is yeah. from Shit's Creek. Very, very cool. But and then the other guy was from freaking um, Ozark. Uh, the the brother. 
of the wife who's disappeared. He's uh, from Ozark. He played Ben from Ozark. Perry? Mm, I don't know his name. You have to but learn it's the, the older, names. The older brother. <laughs> Not okay. So Rhett. Rhett is there. That's right? true. Rhett, Rhett is brother, there. Rhett. And then the other brother. Yes, that that's accidentally Perry. did the thing in episode two. That is the yes. Well, okay, so uh, let's do this in our in our new James instilled structure where Wonderful. we discuss what we don't like, we we discuss what we like, and then we uh, in the second half talk about the actual plot uh, yeah. and, and break it all down. So. I'll start with the list of things I don't like about Outer Range because it's a pretty short list. Mm-hmm. I, like you said at the beginning, I don't know what these new shows are thinking. It's like ever since the large final battle scene, or at least I guess the second final battle in Game of Thrones, where they were like, let's make this as dark as humanly possible. And not like, <laughs> not dark in tone, although it is. Right. Yes. Just yeah. dark, period. Like visually dark. Like, I can't see anything. Like, <laughs> you cannot see details. Depending on your TV, like, if you're watching this on an older TV, you're not going to oh, be able to it. see shit. Oh, I had to turn up the brightness all the way to, to get through the, these episodes. And that's a choice. Mm. Things can be lit to shit. Things can be mm-hmm. not this way. So they were like, it's going to be magical and sci-fi and the West. <laughs> and also, no one's going to be able to see anything. You're not going to see it, so we're going to hide details, but <laughs> you're not going to be able to see it. Right, which is annoying. Uh, that's yeah. dumb, for sure. Uh, I will also say the love story slash bull riding story, the Rhett storyline, does yeah. get a little lost. The mm-hmm. non-sci-fi, non-ranch storylines, which is only basically that one, Rhett's, it, it, do- right. it, it feels not important. <laughs> It, so I, it could very well affect something down the road. It has to, but I, it's got to. It, come on, it's got to. If they're putting that in there, like I don't care. I don't care about this dude. I want to. I want to see Josh Brolin get into some supernatural hole things. Exactly, because yeah. that's what we're here for. The hole. The holes. The one not hole. Sh- not not with Shia LaBeouf. Not Shia LaBeouf. That is multiple holes. That's that's holes plural. That's plurals. And this is one hole with the with, the thing, with Thanos. <laughs> oh yeah, there was a couple of scenes where it was like I was saying at the beginning. It was dark, physically dark, vis- visually dark. Sure. And I like I just heard Thanos. I think it's ruined Josh Brolin's voice a little bit for me if I don't have him on screen to look at. Yeah, it, it, when he does kind of the low and smooth. Yes. Because yeah. Thanos was not a leap for him uh, linguistically, it, it is <laughs> right, just kind of right. him. I'm going to enjoy inevitable. this. Ruining your bitch, your bitch ass planet. I'm going to enjoy it. And the last thing I'll say is Imbalance. the reviews of this show are interesting. God awful. Really? So I've, I've seen both. I've seen some that are like very lukewarm on it. I've seen some that are really hot. And then I've seen some that are... Not great. They say things like the pacing is terrible. It's very, mm-hmm. very dark, mm-hmm. etc. <laughs> they right. those are the two things that they bring up. Yeah, but does that make the show bad? Because it's it's very dark. No. Like, okay, that's annoying, but like is the show not as well written because it's very dark, you no, know? No, right. I think the very dark thing is listen, we it, I was the first thing I brought up. But yeah, for sure. If the pacing is bad, like a lot of people are saying that it is. Yeah, that yeah. makes the show worse. Yeah. But I don't think 
that's the case. I think people say the pacing is bad in shows they just don't like. If you had a show and it was going really slowly, meandering like a like a lazy river, but you right. were enjoying it, you were enjoying the writing, the directing, the cast, and you sure. loved the story, you wouldn't mind that it goes slow. Exactly. So if you're saying that this goes slow, you just don't like the show and yeah, stop it's, watching. It's, incredi- it, it's a very opinionated like problem to have with this show because like, okay, I'll give a good example. It's the first thing I thought of when I read those reviews. I'm a huge Tarantino fan. It's a, you know this. Yeah. Everyone knows this. Yeah. I really loved the, the Hateful Eight. But some people felt it was the similar problem with pacing because it was all in one room. It was not the shortest movie, but man, was it well written. It was beautifully filmed. The story was intriguing. I was on the edge of my seat a lot of the time with some of the interactions that kept the pacing of it a a, a very much a back end, like, you know, back burner care for me. And I've rewatched that show multiple times, that show, that movie multiple times. And that's never been a problem. I never cared about the length. And and there, a lot of people said it was slow paced. But when people complain about it. the pacing of The Hateful Eight, yeah. I think what they're describing is they think a few of the scenes are just Tarantino jerking himself off. And, and it very well could be. And they didn't need to be there story wise, but they're there nonetheless. It's like his his trademark stamp yeah taking his goddamn time and uh jerking off to the words that he writes and the uh pictures he puts on film when people complain about the pacing of a show like this which is not that long it moves for me relatively quickly yeah i think it was fine they just don't like the show and that's okay it's very okay just say it's bad though (laughs) just say you don't like the show saying pacing is like someone watching a fashion show and being like that is derivative like (laughs) derivative let uh, let me yes let me know when you get your entire head out of your entire ass and then we can have a conversation i know i know it's crazy but like that's the thing about critics review you know i looked at the rotten tomato reviews before we started this and it's got like a 70 percent critic review but um, like an 80 something percent uh, audience score right and it always seems to be that that back and forth where the critics rate it really high typically audience won't rate it as high or if the audience rates it high the ratings for the critics are much lower and that, i fucking hate rotten tomatoes man i used to like it but like it 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 you can't go off of that. Like, just go see the movie. Go watch the show. Get fresher tomatoes, dog. Get fresher tomatoes. Go go green. Yeah. Um, go heirloom if you must. If you have but to. Don't go to RottenTomatoes.com. Like, it's kind of a trash website. And, and they use it as a marketing tactic, and that's what I hate. Like, oh, it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and so was a bunch of movies that were shitty. <laughs> like, <laughs> What I would say is, I think you guys whoever's listening to this should watch the show i think you should watch the first episode it is a sci-fi mystery mashup a lot of reviewers who didn't like the show are like those two things don't work together those people are wrong and it's all it's but at its core it's a mystery it's a breadcrumb mystery that Mm -hmm. you are being fed information slowly but surely and it feels like you're going to be able to figure out things before the show actually tells you if you're paying attention enough. And I love that kind of shit. Oh, yeah, it's great. If you don't I, like the I, show I after the too. first episode, 
You're not going to like it. It's one of them. Yeah, you can get the a feel for it Im- immediately in that. For, I mean, it gives you enough the first episode where it's like, okay, the tone of the show is very much set. So go watch it. And when we come back from the advertisement, we will talk about the plot and fan theories about Outer Range. <laughs> come back soon. Come back, please, oh, for the love of God. Oh we need God. you. Okay, Outer Range, Season 1, Episodes 1 and 2, The Void, and then Episode 2, The Land. The summary of which... The Voidland. Is Voidland this. Yeah. Josh Brolin plays Royal Abbott. Love that name. Yo, yo, it's a good end. I, I, when I first heard... I thought he, they were calling him Roy. Like, oh, Roy. And then I heard Royal. I'm like, what? Royal? Roy? His name from, is Royal? From the Ted Lassos? T- Roy? 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 No, but it's royal. Everything's it's chill. Royal. Yeah. Josh Brolin anyway. plays Royal Abbott, patriarch of a Wyoming ranching family in present day, it seems. Next door is the Tillersons, also ranchers with way more money, and they're also bullies and mean boys who are trying to take the Abbott's land suddenly and with no real reason other than they, they just fucking want it. <laughs> and it's interesting. It gives you a scale of how much land... These people own. Oh, it's so much. It's it said, oh, you know, you have to move your fence back one mile. That's equivalent to 600 acres. Like I was just like, holy, that is a different. It is a different world out there. It's a <laughs> like, big. Uh, yeah. The Abbots are going through some shit. Their family consists of Royal and Cecilia, his wife. Their two sons, Perry and Rhett. Perry has a daughter, Amy, and Amy's mother, slash Perry's wife, Rebecca, has been missing for nine months, and they're all sad about it. Rhett Mm. rides bulls and is a bit of a 'er (laughs) ne'er-do-well. Amy has dreams that might just be premonitions. Yeah. One day, a weird sci-fi hole opens on their property. (laughs) (laughs) Weird sci-fi hole. It's a hole and it's sci-fi-y. It's got floating dirt and ethereal mist. And it seems to be endless. We shall refer to the other side of the hole as Holeville. Holeville. Yeah, gotcha. Present day Wyoming, (laughs) Biggin Ranch, and Holeville. Those are the key points you must know. You must. That's what you must understand. The whole, which leads to Holeville, it, it might be leading into the future. But as far as we know, if it's the future, the past, uh, alternative reality, no matter what, it is some time travel bullshit for Shao. Yeah. And I like how they kind of unveiled that with the whole description of Kronos, you know, or was it the God of time or it, it was yes. a specific title. He carries a sickle that rips yes, a hole in time. Right. It's why we have the I word chronology that. and yep. multiple people bring it up during the episode Royal in the beginning as it starts and also autumn at some point. Also, as a side note, Royal might be from the past. He doesn't remember anything before he's nine years old and wandered onto the Abbott farm, Cecilia's family farm. And he has a secret picture from the 1800s of two people who are probably maybe his parents. We don't know. (laughs) There's some time travel bullshit with Royal as well. Yeah, for sure. And by the way, I'm saying bullshit in a 100% positive way. (laughs) I didn't doubt you once. (laughs) So yeah, you can throw things down the sci-fi hole and those things do not seem to come back. At first, at the same time, a trust fund camper from Boulder, Colorado, Autumn Rivers, played by Imogen Poops, asked to stay on the land and Royal obliges. For future reference, 
She is shifty as fuck. She is a shifty broad. In a bar fight, Perry accidentally kills one of the Tillerson boys because he was being <laughs> mean to him. <laughs> what a way to describe that. It Listen, it was much more intense than Ryan just described. <laughs> yeah. <him. laughs> he was making fun of him and he accidentally. Well, he was him. like, your fucking wife left and you deserve it. And then Perry was like, I'm going to punch you in the throat, sir. Yeah. He just went off. <laughs> it was pretty intense. My dad, I was watching this with my dad. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> So the Tillerson boy is dead and the whole family, the rabbits that is, gets involved. Royal eventually throws the Tillerson boy down the hole to Holeville along with all of the evidence of the crime. Autumn sees this happen at the end of episode one and for some reason pushes Royal into the hole. Yeah, that I so when I first saw that, I thought that he was like tracking backwards, not realizing where he was standing and he fell. Because her reaction at first was like she was like it it looked like she was like stunned. But then uh, you find out that she she is stunned. She feels it looks like she's stunned by her own actions. Yeah, like, why would she do? that? Why would I do that? Fuck. Well, God, I'm such a shady. I'm such a shifty bitch. Shifty. Anyway, (laughs) Royal falls down the hole. That's the cliffhanger after episode one. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Episode two, go. (laughs) Oh. Episode two opens and Royal is back? The fuck? Where did he go? What happened when he was over there? We do not know yet. The Abbott farm is business as usual as they are trying to cover up a murder. Royal also visits his old pal, Wayne Tillerson, the patriarch of that family, and is like, come on, Wayne, come on. Don't take the (laughs) land, bud. Come on. He really wants it. And Wayne is basically like, drink this clam juice and also fuck you. I'm taking the land. <laughs> and also, what the what is clam juice? Clamato? I don't know. Like, what is that? But Wayne is drinking it and that is a choice. Ugh. Anyway, Wayne is shifty as fuck. He has a rock. There's a lot of shifty people. Yeah, he, he has a rock that's probably from Holeville. He wants the land all of a sudden. So we'll, we'll talk about it in the theory section, but I think it's hmm. I, it's one of the more straightforward things that's happening with Wayne, I think. Amy, the young daughter, and Autumn have a conversation about how Autumn has been habitually drawing the Abbott symbol on her poetry her whole entire life, which is weird. Hmm. Yeah, that is weird. Autumn and Royal have a conversation after this about how she can't remember things before she was nine. And, well, well, she couldn't until she got to the ranch. She came to the ranch. And now she remembers shit before she's nine. And also she's like, Royal, do you fucking remember things before you're nine? Which is a, a leading question. You ask somebody who you know more about than they know you know. In fact, at the right. beginning, when Autumn walks up to them at the first time, she literally says to Royal Abbott, Glad to finally meet you. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, she's That's sh- interesting. She's she's fucking shifty as fuck. She's a shifty, shifty bro. She's a shifty bro. But that would indicate that Royal also doesn't remember before he's nine, which is odd because that's when he wandered onto the Abbott farm. And as Cecilia describes to Amy during a bedtime story one night, he just showed up and then stuck around, and it felt like he was always meant for me. So you know where the fuck did he come from? Anyway. <laughs> Royal asks Autumn also a bunch of leading questions that were like, 
as an audience at the time. Why is he asking these very specific things? That's weird. Yeah. Uh, he asks, like, what does the color yellow mean to you? What does the color yellow mean to you? Oh, yellow. And she's like, power, power, <laughs> yellow power. And he's also like, do you do mining shit? And she's like, nah, nah, you're crazy. You cray. It is after this that we then get to see what the fuck happened in Holville. Holville. It is in the future. We don't know how long in the future, although Cecilia walking up to Abbott uh, royal that is was like hey bud you died two years ago the fuck yeah so it's at least i mean you gotta assume it's probably four years right somewhere at least four years minimum two years yeah because no one no one looks like they've aged too much either so no because we see Rhett, we see yep. autumn obviously mm-hmm. cecilia as we just talked about and one of the Tillerson brothers is very mad at Royal and shoots him in the leg, assumably right. because through this hole recently came a dead version of his brother and evidence yeah, right. to support a murder. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. At the end of that episode, I literally stood up after watching. I was like, what the hell just happened? Cecilia <laughs> says, run. Yeah. Royal gets shot in the leg, turns around and jumps through the hole. Episode two is done. In Holville, there are a, th- a few things we will discuss when we get to the theory section, which is right now uh, uh, that I think we have to take into account. But let's start back at the beginning. A sure. bison starts the show. Yes. It has two arrows in its side. It's either from Holville or somewhere else in the past. They look like Indian arrows. Mm-hmm. I will also say there is a bison that looks a lot like that bison on Wayne's wall in present day. Yes, I noticed that too. Sam was like, th- is the bison oh. Rebecca? And I was like, whoa, whoa, that would be fucking crazy. What a gnarly call very early on in the season if, if Rebecca, the missing wife who's been gone nine months, is a uh, bison now. I don't think that's the case, but that would is be nutty. in fact a bison. <laughs> yeah, so I, when, when we first found out that this had some sort of time shift uh, in the Holeville, um, I thought, oh, yeah, this is definitely like you can go forward and backwards in time, depending on how you go into it or whatever it ends up being. So I was like, oh, that is definitely like a bison from the past getting shot by Indian arrows. And maybe there's like a weird space time wall around the hole where multiple freaking times can go into the same place like a common time. Yeah, it's um, quite possible that the hole is yeah. like sentient. And has feelings as to what it wants to happen. Yeah, very possible. Yeah. It's like the room of requirement in Harry Potter. (laughs) A lot like Harry. Everything is Harry Potter. Everything is pretty much Harry Potter. Also at the beginning, two cows are missing from the ranch, which Mm -hmm. is why Royal went out there in the first place to be like, where the fuck do them cows go? Probably in the hole. Yeah, assumably just fell in. Or the hole uh, created itself underneath the cows. That'd be crazy. I hope we get to see that. Sucked in the cows. In in fact, one of my favorite shots is when the uh, low rumbling is happening as I assumed the hole was being ripped into time space. Mm -hmm. And he is, Abbott, that is, Royal, that is, looking through binoculars at a bunch of cows who all look up at the same time. Yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, Wayne has a rock. Wayne Tillerson. I would assume it's from Holville. Also in his house is a card from a geologist, Dr. Nia Bintu, who's on the IMDb, so she'll be around eventually. So... Where did Wayne get this rock? It might have a message attached to it or did or the card, perhaps. Somehow he knows something because all of a sudden he wants the land. Yeah, out of nowhere. 
oh, 18, you know, 100 years, you know, you don't touch the land. And then specifically now. Right. And it's all above board, him taking the land back, just a, a, according to the county assessor's office. Although, maybe royal and his family had something to do with that if he's from the past <laughs> but yeah he wants the land and in holville that royal sees at the end of episode two there are a lots of mining equipment yeah on the oil, land oil oil derricks and stuff right which would imply that the land is used for ranching right now but in the future probably has oil under it oil derricks and you have to assume Wayne knows that somehow because he wants the land one and has a business card of a geologist that he assumably has made contact with. So they know they're, they're them all in them hills. Right. So Wayne Prime has been in contact with someone from Holville, maybe himself. From the beginning, it seems. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, because this version of Wayne is like on his deathbed, it looks like. Yeah. Also, he's from Armageddon. Yes. I, I, my dad was also saying like, I know this guy. I know this guy. And we looked him up and we saw that. He's a character actor. He's been in so much shit. But what I know him from principally is Armageddon, baby. The greatest movie ever made. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Watch you smile while you won't leave him. And I kiss your eyes. And thank God there's still something. God, you rip it, Adam, dude. You're sick. (laughs) No, no, stop it. No, you're sick, dude. (laughs) Shut up. You're sick. Anyway, Amy explains her dream. She's explaining it all throughout the beginning. Says things like stargazer and a man turned into a wolf. And these things seem to be premonition more than dream. Because Mm -hmm. at some point in church, she made a drawing of what heaven looked like. And it was just exactly what the fuck Holville looked like. Like There were people standing in yellow, people standing in blue, just like in Holville. So Amy somehow has either seen this within a dream or autumn is amy or amy is autumn or some shit like that i want to know why she thinks that 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 is heaven like what so they said that the teacher or whatever said draw heaven what you think heaven is like what made her think that 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 specific scene was quote-unquote heaven i wonder if that's gonna turn into something like maybe that truly is heaven or something yeah (laughs) heaven is full of oil derricks that'd be cool well that's why i was like why would she draw that i think it's just because it's the thing that she's been seeing in her dreams oh maybe and And her mom is there she said her mom was there right but we didn't see the mother in holville no, we didn't. Well, we don't know what her what she looks like. Oh, that's well. True. Actually, we do know what she looks like. She was in a picture that I have to go like zoom uh, in on. Yeah, maybe she was over there. What I will also say nine, is yeah. the number nine comes up a lot in this show. Rebecca's oh, been gone for that. nine months. The oil company in Holville is BY9. Oh, yep. I did see that. Autumn couldn't remember anything before she was nine years old. Same with um, Abbott. So it comes up a lot. Yeah, for sure. What's the significance of the number nine? I don't know, but I bet we're going to find out. (laughs) Royal has thrown dirt, shovel, and land complaint into the hole. Also a body. Also, he got pushed in. That is the information we know has gone on to the other side. Probably two cows as well. And something that Wayne has done. 
most likely. When Royal puts his hand into the hole, he sees the future because the sheriff is there to tell them that Rebecca's been gone for nine months, so the FBI is going to stop looking, which happens 10 minutes after that. Also, when he goes near the hole in the beginning, he loses two hours. Right. That's right. I remember that, too. He walks in. He's like, I'm going to go free to horses. And they're like, it was nine hours. Yeah, we have to leave for church in five minutes. It's weird that I just put bacon on when that is the case. But also, yeah, you've lost two hours. (laughs) Also, side note, Mm -hmm. the number nine has very like uh, faithful meaning in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, It's divine completeness or conveys the meaning of finality. Christ died at (laughs) at hour nine of the day. Okay. Also, nine represents the fruits of God's Holy Spirit, faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, joy, kindness, long-suffering, love, peace, and self-control. Did you say long-suffering? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So, I think it's. I think we're going to get into some Bible shit. Mm, probably. Yeah. Also, when Abbott puts his hand in the hole, he sees at the end of his future site the picture of two little boys. One has brown hair and one is red. Perhaps the brown-haired one is him as a child, and the redhead is Wayne. So we'll probably see that flashback at some point. Cecilia, the mother, played by Lily Taylor, says Royal doesn't remember his parents, but he has a secret picture of them that he keeps in the barn. So, mm-hmm. or, or at least a secret picture of two people from the 1800s or 1700s. Who are those people? Is Royal a time traveler? We shall see. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's an unknowing time traveler. Right. He doesn't remember anything before he's nine years old, a lot like Autumn. So mm-hmm. perhaps he fell through uh, a- another version of Holeville way back when. Right. But now Autumn, she said she's from Boulder. Was it Boulder? Yeah, she probably Colorado? She might be lying. She has a trust fund. She, yeah, she says she's yeah. from Boulder. She says that mm-hmm. she couldn't remember anything before she was nine years old, before she got to the Abbott Ranch. She's been drawing the Abbott symbol on her poetry for her entire life and didn't know why until she saw it on a rock. And she's like, what the fuck? So yeah. there's some shit about she's shifting. Okay. Yeah. We, she knows some shit and she hasn't told us about it yet. I mean, the family the family has owned the, the land for four generations. Yeah, five long on dead time. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, I'm intrigued with this show. I think there's a lot there's a lot of um sub stories, which is totally fine, but I hope that it doesn't lose track of itself, if you know what I mean, with like the side stuff. Speaking of side stuff, mm. as Rhett will discuss the Perry Rhett. Uh, bar fight a little bit here mm. as Rhett walks by the bar table with the Tillerson sitting there he knocks on the table as he's going to get the truck to be able to tow Trevor's body away <sighs> and on Rhett's hand was blood and he went and at that he put blood on the table so uh, I had to slow it down and be like oh my god he did that shit so not oh. only is there blood on the table but there's blood on his buckle uh, that was right. dropped on the ground. They're going to be able to compare those two things and figure out for real, for real, that Trevor, the Tillerson boy that is dead, is dead or missing or have, was bleeding at some point. Right. And that the Abbots right. are lying. Uh, Autumn always clutches her necklace. Mm-hmm. And she, like, kisses the stone. Mm-hmm. And there's another stone in this show, Wayne's. Perhaps they're made out yeah. of the same thing. Yeah, there is a chip on his. There's a chip missing. Ooh. I did notice that. Also, everyone in the future, Autumn and her cultists, it feels like, are all wearing necklaces. Ah. Hmm. 
It seems as though it's a cult. I don't know. Autumn seems to be the cult leader. Yeah, she's a little wacky. Right. I mean, and also they were all there waiting for Josh Brolin to come through. The only way that they could know exactly how much time that was going to occur was she knew when the body went through, like what time and what day. And she also knew what time she pushed Josh Brolin through the hole. So there's a huge Mm -hmm. clock behind Josh Brolin in Holeville. And so. Oh, yes, that's right. So the the timing of when things are coming through has obviously been kind of figured out a little bit in Holeville. And the only person who could have done that that we know of so far is Autumn. Yeah. So it makes sense for her to be like, I know what time things are coming through and people being like, oh, we worship you now. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That's that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Uh, Yeah. The Reddit theory that's prevailing is royals from the past 1860s, 1870s. And the picture is of his parents, as we discussed, who owned the ranch before the Abbott family going through the portal makes him remember something about the past. And that's why he goes to find the hidden picture. Also, is Autumn an older version of Amy, who has also traveled, question mark. All of these are very good questions. I mean, A, Amy, Autumn, maybe? That would be interesting. Autumn Rivers, (gasps) A-R, Royal Abbott, R-A. Maybe. You know what? I I can see that better now, why she called it heaven, because maybe that's what she remembers seeing a vision of her dad coming back through the portal from being dead. Her grandfather. Or grandfather. Sorry, grandfather. Yeah. Like, coming back. Did Rebecca just fall through the hole nine months ago? Like, was she looking at a different hole and be like, what the fuck's right. down there? And then fall through? I think, dude, there's there's a lot of possibilities with this show. There's a lot of ways they can go with this show. Right, which is why um, it's good. Because there's a yeah. bunch of shit that could be true. There are breadcrumbs to try to figure it out. And <laughs> it's a good old-fashioned mystery. Yeah, and I, I love like that. It. It's kind of refreshing. So yeah, outer range. Now outer you're range. caught up to the second episode. You should go watch the rest of it when it comes out. We are going to be doing, uh, I think, weekly episodes on outer range. I don't know if Chad and James watched it or not. I didn't ask them because I was Whatever. just like, I'm going to do this show real quick with Adam because I had just watched it and I knew if I had waited any longer, the uh, the fire might burn out. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, we'll just do the do the weekly uh, double episode recap. It'll be quick, quick. Right, and it will be like a nice little addition to uh, to Moon Knight, which we are currently doing. By right. the way, uh, we are also preparing to do a a new D and D campaign with all the boys that will be starting in June. Uh, We have a lot of stuff coming, over 200 episodes in the backlog. You can listen to all of them on the HBO Boys at Spotify or Apple or wherever the hell. And also, we have a Patreon and a Discord that you can join if you are in the Patreon. In fact, I sent a thing today that the patrons can name some of the characters in the upcoming D&D campaign. The people who are at the opportunity to do that and who have given us at least one or more dollars a month, I think very worth it, is Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dawn, Chris Wood, Brink in, Dale Evan Westworld, Craig, John Jers, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Thank you very much for the money. Thank you very much for listening to our Outer Range podcast. Return later in the week for Moon Knight. And uh, yeah, a lot of stuff in the pile. There's there's a lot going on. My God. We are busy boys. Okay, now, now you know what you should do now? What's that? Rip another part of that Aerosmith song. Stay with you the moment I treasure. Forever and ever, yeah. Don't, Don't want to close, close my eyes. eyes. <laughs>
Don't want to fall. You're supposed to be doing this. I miss you, babe. Uh. And I don't want to miss a thing. Cause even when I shine, the sweetest dream you never do, yeah. I still miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. <laughs> 